Today is Christmas, but instead of going over the traditional story of Jesus and the first Christmas, let's talk about the real Christmas story, the one you don't hear, the one that isn't captured in all the images that you see in church, the things that you don't hear about at the Christmas Eve service, the way things were, not this whitewashed narrative of Jesus Christ and his birth story. So here are five facts about the first Christmas that you probably don't know. Number one, Jesus wasn't white. I know that's shocking because if we see a picture, we believe it to be automatically true. But Jesus was a Jew. He lived in the Middle East. He was born in Nazareth. He was not a white dude, a honky, nothing like the kind. Not like the people who tat his name around here in the United States and not the evangelical right who's a bunch of white people. No. Jesus was brown. He probably wore a beard, wore a tunic, and nothing about him was particularly standout. The Bible makes note of people who were tall or incredibly good-looking, but nothing of the sort is said about Jesus. His very average-looking man seemed to be nothing of importance to most people at the time. However, he would become the savior of the world. Number two, Mary was a child. We tend to think of the Virgin Mary as perhaps an adult woman, at least in the pictures that you see. But at the time in Nazareth, girls were normally married off around the age of 13 years old. That was to one, ensure that they could be fertile and give birth, and two, to ensure that they were in fact a virgin. Now, we give excuses to kids all the time and say their brain isn't developed or they're just young and stupid, but really? Adulthood used to kick in a lot sooner back in the day. Kids today would be adults then. Being that Mary was likely around the age of about 12 to 14, think about that. God thought she was good enough to be Christ's mother. Not all kids have to be doing drugs and drinking and be rebellious. You don't need to have the college experience, which is code for drinking leagues, promiscuity, and living a hedonistic lifestyle. Parents say that because they want their kids to be popular, but popularity is a lot different than being responsible and even further away from morality. A 13-year-old today can barely read and not have a meltdown if you don't know what gender they want to identify as that day. We should let kids be kids and not weigh them down with the world, but they shouldn't be given a license to be wild and unhinged. That's just lazy parenting. The Virgin Mary was about to get married to Joseph and start a life and a family, and she became pregnant with Jesus. If God can lay that burden on a 12 or 13-year-old, then surely we can expect our 12 and 13-year-olds not to be heathens like they are today. Number three, Mary was not the Western standard of a traditional woman. Mary, if she was like most women of her time, probably had a nose ring, pretty big nose ring, probably wore lots of jewelry, things that would jingle and jangle as she walked around, bracelets and rings and ankle bracelets. Women of the day had their fingertips and their toes dyed in henna, so they had red fingertips and red toes. Much different than this little perfect white girl that you see everywhere in Christian imagery. She'd had much darker skin than the white porcelain alabaster doll we know as the Virgin Mary. Due to her Arab ethnicity and spending lots of time in the sun, she'd be quite dark. She also would have probably worn a head wrap around her hair as she worked or traveled about town. Imagine what would happen if a girl like this walked into church. How do you think the congregation would treat her? Accept her? 
I doubt it. Have you ever been in a church? You know how they talk about people who aren't cracker white, boring as mayonnaise, and stick to a white picket fence lifestyle? They despise things like tattoos and piercings, especially a head wrap. I mean, you can't even walk into church these days if you're not married with children. They think you're a freak. What do you think they'd say about a 13-year-old woman that had a baby claiming she was a virgin? Let's take it one step further. Not only would Mary have looked different than what we expected, she also would have been incredibly poor. Unlike the images we see of her wearing beautiful clothing and blue colors, she was a poverty class. So she would have been wearing cheaper clothing, woven fabrics, cottons, linens, nothing too elaborate. Walking to church today, you see a lot of brand names on women's purses and you see a lot of flashy jewelry and flashy clothing that makes it look like they spent money, especially if you watch a televangelist. Number four, Jesus was turned away from the inn. We all know that. But do we really incorporate this into our lives as Christians? Many people will trash the homeless. Christians love doing this. They'll blame them for their plight, for being lazy. You've heard it. I won't enable them by giving them money. They'll just use it to buy alcohol or drugs with it. They need to get a job and stop freeloading. Really? How? When you're homeless, it's pretty difficult to do anything. Getting a job is hard enough when you have a home, but living on the streets where you don't have access to running water and electricity? Go and try to get a job as a homeless person. They're just going to then say, you're a bum. It's a catch-22. You know, when Mary and Joseph showed up, they just looked like a couple of homeless bums who had evacuated their city looking for somewhere for Mary to give birth. The best she could get was a barn. These are the type of people that Christians would pass by and say, I'm not going to enable that. They need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. They don't want to live in a barn. They shouldn't live in a barn, but that's for them to figure out. You know, there's a reason in the Bible that it says we entertain angels unaware. He sent his son in this world as someone that most people wouldn't even pay attention to. God's out there and he's watching. Are you paying attention? Number five. Jesus' birth triggered a genocide. The wise men were sent to find Jesus, report back about his birth, where he was located, because King Herod said he wanted to go worship him too. So the wise men set out to follow the North Star. Jesus was likely about a couple years old by the time the wise men found him, and they were warned in a dream not to tell King Herod where Jesus was. Why? Well, King Herod was threatened by Jesus and wanted to hold on to his throne and sovereignty. The wise men never told Herod, so King Herod decided to order that all boys two years and under be slaughtered. The point? The birth of Christ was a spectacular event, a divine one, but a tyrant was ruling and was systematically killing children to hold on to his power. Herod was an evil dude aside from this. He had his wife executed and three of his children executed. But there's an overall lesson to be gleaned from King Herod's actions. Christians and conservatives rallied behind Trump because he was a bull in a china shop. Everyone got so distracted that they didn't pay attention to what was coming. COVID came and everyone freaked and gave up their rights, thinking it was okay because Trump was president. They did as their governor said and took the mandates like, yes, sir, may I have another. Tyrants ruled. It was serfs and lords and peasants. The vaccine came, and because Trump was president, most were too apprehensive to point out the dangers of the vaccine, or even to point out the hypocritical notion of Trump, 
who, when he campaigned in the 2016 election, questioned vaccines. Today, we're left with the consequences of those weak men and women. A tyrant has come in to rule in the form of Joe Biden or whoever is running this country, because I don't really think it's him. Vaccine mandates went into effect thanks to our Supreme Leader. Approval for the vaccines for children slid right on through the FDA. Now we see the effects of the vaccine, ones that many of us knew were coming before they arrived. Myocarditis, unexpected deaths, blood clots. Adults can do whatever they want, but now kids are paying the price. Before long, it will be mandated in schools, and it already is in some places in California. The wise men decided not to comply with their ruler. The masses ran scared and allowed Herod to murder their children. So who will you be as the U.S. descends into tyranny? What will you do when you're forced to vaccinate your child or pull them out of school? Will you face the music and do what is right, regardless of the consequences? Or will you cave? It's up to you. Be like the wise men or be like the masses. Thanks for listening to Overnight Opinions. Be sure to tune in next week for an all-new episode. In the meantime, be sure to follow the Ladies Love Politics channel on TikTok and Rumble.